0: In health and well being, with different perspectives, to bring you a variety of tips and tricks for feeling your best and living a full, healthy life. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Feel Better podcast. I'm really excited about this episode. I did a recording in person with Kenzie Burke. And I don't know if you know of her or not. You probably do, even if you don't realize it. Um, You may remember Kenzie sharing a lot of information about food combining and biodynamic cacao and coffee, all of which I was a huge fan of. But what I want you to know and what Kenzie wants you to know is that she is not a wellness influencer. So Kenzie started kind of her career path in LA in the health and wellness space, but only because that was her own kind of methodology. So she was testing out different things for her own health and well-being and someone got wind of it, said you should put this on YouTube and it just kind of took off and it labeled her as this wellness influencer. What she has then come to do is a completely. Burn that shit down to the ground. So over 600,000 downloads of her eBooks, which I was one of, um, she had an amazing app that she put so much time and energy into. It was just aesthetically beautiful. I actually have screenshotted a few of the recipes because I wanted to make sure I never lost them. Um, And that was successful. And Kenzie was like, nope, that's not it. Burn that shit down to the ground. She is now launching her clothing line, which has been something that she's wanted to do her entire life. And it is stunning, you guys. It kind of emanates the feel of the Malibu coastline. And ironically, I ran into Kenzie at the Calabasas Farmer's Market when I was picking up some food before going to Malibu myself. So our paths just kind of aligned. And it's interesting because I knew Kenzie on Instagram as, you know, a health and wellness kind of influence. And I certainly followed along her journey when she was traveling and kind of trying on different hats, whether that was through the app or through some of her eBooks. And at one point I was like, you know what, I'm going to write her off. Like I, 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 I'm, I'm confused and I feel like betrayed, you know, like we were following for the wellness and the food and all of a sudden, like it's gone. And then I started to follow her journey with Brulee a little bit hesitantly. Um, but I was intrigued. And when I saw her at the farmer's market, I just, her energy, the energy she was exuding, like I had to go over and say hello. And I never do that. Like literally never. I've seen Lots of people who I wish I had said hello to. And I just don't, like I just don't have it in me. And I was taking a picture with Wyland, and I caught her out of the corner of my eye and I was like, oh my God, this girl looks like an angel. Like She was wearing a brulee um, like mock-up and I just couldn't resist. And we hit it off and we were chatting through Instagram and we decided to record the podcast together and I absolutely adore her. We chatted so much before and after the recording and I'm so excited for her. And what I've come to realize is that I think sometimes we get attached to people and what they present to us and we think that they owe it to us to stay that way. And when they don't, it's a little bit unsettling for us, even though it's part of the growth process for them. Um, And, you know, a lot of us get, I think, put these limitations on ourselves to not change and to not grow because what will people think and what will people say and people won't know how to relate to us anymore because we're not meeting their expectations and what I love about Kenzie and what kind of like reinvigorated my um, just obsession with her is that she doesn't care. She literally doesn't care. Kenzie's gonna do what she wants to do Uh, in the way that she wants to do it no matter how hard it is and how much time and effort it takes and it's going to be amazing and I love that about her she just listens to her own intuition and marches to the beat of her own drum and she doesn't care what people think and I think that that's so refreshing because then she can continue to explore and to grow and to not limit herself and to stay, you know, in the boxes that other people have created. So let that be a lesson to you all that you can change and you can pivot anytime. It doesn't matter if it's career, if it's relationship, if it's passion projects, if it's your side hustle, if it's your style, like whatever it happens to be, just be whoever the fuck you want to be. So I hope you guys love this episode. I've been sitting on this for a while because um, I just haven't been finding the time to edit. Like, I used to, but I wanted to get this out today because her clothing line actually launches tomorrow, and I can't wait to wear every single piece as I stroll along the coast in Malibu. So, um, happy listening, and let me know what you think. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. So exciting. I So, know. Kenzie Burke is in my house. This is crazy. <laughs> like, I... Don't fangirl, but like I'm so excited to have you here. I can't believe we're sitting across from each other right now. I have been following you for a long time, and you're one of the very few people who like I've stuck with long term. And it started with kind of the recipes and like the food combining and stuff. But then as you've continued to evolve it's kind of like evolved almost simultaneously with like my lifestyle too. So like getting into the coffee and then realizing like your true passion is fashion and really getting back into that and like, we were just talking offline about where we live in Calabasas versus Malibu, and I know you did a lot of traveling to kind of figure out where you wanted to be, and you were in Hawaii and Florida, and I've done that also. So we have so many similarities, and it's been so fun to watch you. But also, like you've been in our kitchen for a very long time, like with our kachari and our mushroom toasts and all the Aww, things. So thank it makes you me for so that. So happy. <laughs> yes.
1: It makes me yeah. so happy. All this food in
0: here was um, at some point in time probably a Kenzie Burke recipe. So thank you.
1: It makes me so happy.
0: Me too.
1: <laughs> it truly does. Yeah, when you came up to me at the farmer's market yeah. and you asked me is this brulee, which is my clothing line, that hasn't launched and it was, I was actually wearing a sample piece. Yeah, that, and I knew it. Yeah, and i it's not even a sample piece that's going to be, I just made it to see. Mm. And I was like, I like her. <laughs> I'm not, you know, but when I have those intuitive hits, I'm like, Mm, I like her. What's her Instagram? Oh, my God. I love that.
0: (laughs) And I was laughing because I never, like, if I see someone, I'm like, oh, that's, you know, so-and-so. I know who that is. Like, oh, I follow them on Instagram, but I never go up to anyone. And I was trying to get a picture of me and Wyland because he was, like, good lighting or at the farmer's market and he has a little man bun. And I'm like, take a picture with me. And I spotted you. And I was like, oh, my God, hold on. We have to go (laughs) over there right now. (laughs) <laughs> and my husband's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, you know who this is? He's like, no.
1: I'm like, yes, you do. <laughs> I love <laughs> That's that. perfect.
0: So I'm glad we connected. Yes,
1: me too. Um,
0: I want to talk about, so there's so many things I want to ask you and so many questions I have, so I'll try to keep it organized. But I like to ask everyone kind of just to start, like, where did you grow up? Because many of us in LA are not from LA, which is kind of cool. Um, where did you grow up? What was your childhood like? Like, what... Did you want to be when you grew up? How did you kind of get here?
1: Yeah. That's a great <laughs> question. So I grew up in Wisconsin. Oh, um, yeah. Yes, the Midwest. Oh, nice. In a very small town. I did half my childhood in a town called Door County, which was very beautiful. Actually, it was on Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. And I liked it because... People who had money from Chicago would have summer homes there. So summer felt really exciting there. Um, And then when I was in fourth grade, we moved to a very small town of 4,000 people in the middle of what felt like a cornfield. And I had a very, very tough time with that. Um, And I had a tough childhood. I had a very, I just wasn't happy Mm -hmm. as a child. And I remember I'd be called, like, Melancholic and Eeyore. And I I, I just remember being called these names. But also, I remember everything. Like, I remember things from before I was one. I was always really evolved and very with it. So I just remember hearing these things about myself and being like, that's not me. I just don't like this situation or I'm not happy. And I always felt like there was more out there. And I was always such a go-getter. And so I went to... a million different schools. Like I was in new schools every three months and that's kind of how I kept myself stimulated um, and would get my own adrenaline going. And what I really wanted was to be unschooled and I wanted to work. And I had friends, they were a family of five and they were unschooled, but they the kids all worked and they worked in their family businesses and that's all I wanted. When you say unschooled, you're not saying homeschooled. You're no, like just, unschooled. Yes, and the kids turned out to be. I mean- I hung out with all of them and some of them couldn't even read till they were 12. Every single kid from that family is an engineer or a doctor. Wow. And it just goes to show that like that mom, she had so much trust and they found their way. Yeah. And that would have really worked for me. That would have really, cause I learned from the school of life. Like yeah. I've had multiple, but I'm young still, but I've had multiple businesses. I had to travel to realize, okay, I want to be in California. Like I just learned from doing, so that would have really served me. All to say, though, I knew since I was 12 that I was going to move the second I could, and I graduated high school, and I just came out here to California. Right after high yes, right wow. after, and it was hard. <laughs> it was really hard. And
0: by yourself, too. Yes, yes. Wow.
1: You know, I never lived on my own or paid rent, and we talked a little bit off air, but I moved to Calabasas mm-hmm. at 18. I found a room, and... It's a suburb, Mm -hmm. you know, so it was tough. It was really tough. Mm -hmm. And I was a nanny and I was working for an actress for a tiny baby, like two months old and two years old. And so it was very isolating, but I worked really hard. And that's something that's always served me is like, work has always been at the forefront of my life. Mm -hmm. I see now why, but um, it was hard. Like I was just working constantly and Yeah. It took me, it took me five. I remember when I first moved out here, someone told me it'll take five years for you to feel settled. Mm. And I remember thinking that's so long, but it was on the fifth year that I felt like, oh, this is home and these are my friends. And
0: Yeah. How many years ago was that? How long have you been here? Eight. Oh, me too. Really? April of 2014, I think I moved Okay, here. I was
1: January 2014. How funny. Oh, that's so
0: funny. Yeah, I think five years is a good a good mark. I think that's actually when I met my now husband and like things started to come together. But it was fun in those first five years, like exploring and figuring out like, what I yeah, wanted to do. Yeah, it was fun.
1: I mean, I, I wouldn't take back those years for anything. Yeah. And I, th- it gave me so much grit Yeah. and so much strength. And I tried everything. I mean, I was in every job. I was in the fashion industry. I was out of, like, I tried everything mm-hmm. and it just taught me so much so fast. Like Mm. some people go to college, I didn't, but wow, did I learn a lot.
0: That's so interesting. It's cool that you have this recollection of being so young and knowing. Like you have such conviction with everything that you do and it's interesting to hear that that ties all the way back to like your early childhood where you're like, no, I know this is not the place for me. I know I'm going to leave and you do and you've kind of done that with all of your different business ventures and your passion projects, it's very clear that, like, when you're in something, you're in it 100%. Like, you get that intuitive hit, make a decision, and you see it through. And I think that's been really cool, like, watching you do that with the, you know, the resets that you've done and the app that you did and now with Brulee, it's cool because you're, you know, you can see the decision is made and like nothing's going to stop you. You're like, this is what I'm doing and watch me do it. Oh, and
1: I'm all in. <laughs> yes. And it's kind of a double-edged sword because I put so much integrity into each thing that I do, but then if it doesn't feel right, I also leave it mm-hmm. or I move on from it. Mm-hmm. And that, that's that been my own kind of self-conscious hurdle because from the outside world, I feel like, oh, my God, people probably think I'm like – I don't know where I'm going, mm-hmm. but I do know where I'm going. It's yeah. very – you know. But obviously, it looks a little messy from the outside. So that's been my own thing to kind of have to just block out. And now that I feel like I'm really on my path, it feels so different. Like I can feel it in my own language and what I want. Like I just see it long term Mm -hmm. and I feel less convincing energy. I feel like with my other businesses, I had a lot of convincing energy, Mm -hmm. you know. And with this, I really feel on the backseat of like... I'm doing this so yeah. no one I don't have to convince anyone.
0: That's so interesting. Yeah. I think what I think is very cool and I wanna talk about this a little bit because I'm sure there are other people who wrestle with this internally is putting something out there with such conviction and then deciding to go in a different direction. Like how do you filter out the noise? Because I think especially when people think they know you who maybe don't actually know you personally, like there's like this sense of ownership that people feel like, no, this is what you've put out there. So this is who I know you as like, you can't change. How have you oh, it, navigated Oh, that's really that?
1: hard and people get very attached to who you were. Mm-hmm. So a huge part, one was just letting go. I mean, it's not about followers, but like I lost like then. 10, 15,000 followers in my own metamorphosis. So one was completely letting go. But going back to the integrity word, I am a person of integrity. Like that is my number one moral. I cannot sleep at night if I'm not in my integrity. So when I'm doing something, I am. And like I was... I. You know, I had a health and wellness career. It did take off kind of accidentally, and I did ride it, and there was so much integrity Mm -hmm. in it. Like, I did eat that way. I did stand by everything I say. But the difference is is that that was a huge passion of mine. And, again, it kind of happened for me. Like, I was going down the fashion route. I was styling. I was interning. Mm -hmm. I got burnout, and I got sick. So I started dabbling into health and wellness Mm -hmm. I am super creative. I created a PDF. It got picked up by a YouTube star and it went viral. And so I wrote it, right? I wrote that career. It wasn't that like what I said I was making up. I was, Mm -hmm. had so much integrity in it, but I also got to the point where I was like, this isn't the career I want for Mm -hmm. myself. This isn't how I want to show up. And when you own a business, it is 24-7. Mm-hmm. It's the weekends. It's night. It's morning. You have to really want it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want it enough. I mm-hmm. wanted to be a business owner, but I didn't want that business enough. And I also wanted space. Like, health and wellness is my passion. It is my – I want space to be able to go do, like, a one-week juice cleanse and mm-hmm. try something out, right? When you're talking about food in the way I was, like, you really have to stick to your story yeah. and – going back to integrity I couldn't do it Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it because then I would feel like everything I did I needed to share Mm -hmm. and then I'm also I like privacy so I would go back and forth constantly of like I have to share this but I also just want to do this in private Mm -hmm. so going again going back to the word integrity the second that I knew it's not what I wanted I stopped it Mm -hmm. It's kind of like when I moved here, I didn't know. I just knew Calabasas from the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Like I, so I, when I got here, then all of a sudden it was hard because I didn't know. And that was what this health and wellness, when I kind of dropped the career, it was so hard because – I knew I needed to do it, but then after I did it, it was gone, Mm -hmm. right? And I had to like really look at myself without that distraction. That sense of identity too
0: in a way that you hadn't even intended to create. It was just one – I think maybe that's what people don't understand too is that that was just one small aspect of who you are as a person. That wasn't the be-all and end-all in the career that you had set out since you were a child. That was just one piece of life that was helping get you through the journey to – brûlée essentially mm-hmm. and whatever is going to come after brûlée but it's interesting that that one little piece became just so important i think to so many people when it was just a, a blip in
1: in my the time journey. Yeah. yeah and and its titles too you know like the food combining girl the yeah. this girl the that girl and i still get it i mean it's been yeah. a year and i still you know get the questions and i still get like, some people kind of miss the memo and they're like, yeah. What ha- Like, where's your app? I'm like, It's gone.
0: <laughs> you should have screenshotted it like I did. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But I think that's cool, though. And it's important, I think, to remember for just anyone who's listening individually is like, Sometimes I think we get so wrapped up in the judgment of other people that we make decisions based on what other people think or what they, they're they going to say or they may not say or, you know, whether it's your family, your friends or social media or trolls that you don't even know. Like I think even for me, sometimes I'll post something and I think like, well, I know – three people are going to say this about this, so maybe I won't post it. And I love that you're like, mm, don't really care what people think. Maybe you do, but not enough to stop doing it. And you still continue to change and to evolve and to grow. And I think that's so important to be able to do that freely without being like confined into, you know, a box of what other people think you should be. Yeah. And I love that you've done that. And you've done that kind of unapologetically. You're like, mm, this is just what I'm doing. You can come along or you can not. Yeah. That's fine. A
1: <laughs> 100%. And it, you know how things happen to you and you don't know why they're happening Mm. and then in the bigger picture you see why yeah I was always the kid that was talked about because I was I was a weirdo like I could not stay in school you know I was always where it was like where's Kenzie what class is she in what grade is she in I would go up a grade I would go down a grade (laughs) I would like you know so I was always kind of talked about in that regard but then when my and then when I moved to LA like there was these Calabasas kids who now, you know, of course they're like Kenzie, but at the time I didn't get invited to the parties. I was like the weirdo that babysat (laughs) and the weird, you know? And so I was always kind of that person. And then when my health and wellness career took off, I got a lot of backlash and I remember just so much backlash and I think it was I know it was because I was super young Mm -hmm. and super talking about the energetics of food and it got a lot of traction fast and it was easy to to take me down like Mm -hmm. it was easy to be like what is this girl you know and because there were so many other adults that would talk about the things I was Mm -hmm. talking about and they didn't get any backlash so I got so much backlash in the first year Mm -hmm. And it was the first time that – and my engagement was super high at the time. So, like, it would be, like, 150 comments on a photo. Just, you know, misinformation, you're this, you're that, you're this. And it was constant. And there would be articles written about me, and I'd get pings all the time. And throughout that, it gave me a really – because there just started to be a certain – there's two aspects. One, I started to do more because of that. Mm-hmm. So had I not gotten that backlash, I don't think I would have made it as far in that career because I, in the back of my mind, knew I wanted to go back to fashion. Mm-hmm. But because I was getting backlash, I was like, well, I'm going to make a product line. I'm going to make an app. I'm going to give myself credibility mm-hmm. so you guys can you know, see. Mm -hmm. So that's like the downfall. But the upside of it all was that I got so used to blocking out the noise that when it came, it was almost like I got to this point last summer where I felt like I, for seven years have been just being a warrior Mm -hmm. and just going and trying. And I'm at this place like, I don't even care. I don't care what these people say about me anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't, I would rather be happy and at peace Mm -hmm. and letting go of that career. And this whole past year, I really had to make peace with myself and like learn how to love myself and listen to myself. And now that I'm back out in the world, oh my gosh, I feel unstoppable. I feel like no one, I haven't seen one negative thing being said to me. I could take it, but like it's just so interesting when you have that kind of, because I used to post things and, and think like, oh, God, someone's going to say this, yes. and then this. And now it just doesn't happen, but it doesn't cross my mind. So it's definitely a muscle that you have to flex. And yeah. it's made me super strong, too, and very resilient.
0: That's great. It's almost like that prepared you to handle anything that was coming at you now that you're kind of in the place that you've been working towards for all these years that maybe other people didn't know, but you did. And you kind of set yourself up to like deal with anyone who's going to come for you, but no one is because you have that energy of like just don't care. Yeah, um, and you can
1: handle it now. Yeah, like I yeah. maybe this career—I mean, there's no, there wouldn't be backlash, but like. This career, I, I can see the volume I'm creating at like a clothing line. Like it is requiring a lot of me mm-hmm. to be a CEO, to have boundaries, even with, you know, just people in my mm-hmm. life that help me like make graphics or do photography. I have to be boundaryed because mm-hmm. this is a pretty big deal. It's a big company and I can already feel that. And I recognize every day I would not have the strength mm-hmm. to show up like this yeah. if I hadn't had all of those experiences. Yeah,
0: that's so true. You know, I think <coughs> there's, there's definitely a positive to that where I'm sure it was really hard at first. Like there's such a a benefit to being able to build that kind of resilience and just bounce back and not really care what other people think. I will say though, regardless of any haters or any backlash that you got or articles written about you, when I heard you speaking on the skinny confidential, that was when I first learned like who you were and what you were kind of sharing in terms of food. I was I think probably in the middle of my IIN certification. So I was like in that wellness kind of field too, like just loving, absorbing and and learning and, and all of that. But I was, um, I loved how, again, like you spoke with such conviction, like you were young, but so clear. And just, there was just such confirmation in what you were saying. And it's like, you know, it may not work for everyone, but this is what I do. And this is what works. And I always remember, and I laughed about this because I think it was Lauren asked you something about like hot Cheetos. (laughs) And you were like, I would never eat them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I love that. It was like, it's something like if you had to choose between like hot Cheetos and a bag of like Doritos, which would you pick? Like if you had to, yeah. something
1: along those lines. And you and were I like, I was just like, no. I wouldn't eat any of that. <laughs> I'm like, I love her.
0: <laughs> but something that you had said. And, you know, I have clients and I do, you know, wellness, health and wellness coaching and stuff like that. And everything is just so, so much based on like bio Like what works for you may not work for someone else. And everyone needs to understand that. Like there is no one size fits all. There is no umbrella, you know. And there's different
1: phases of life. Yes. It might work yeah. for you today and it
0: won't work for you a month from now or six years from now. But something that you had said, and again, people will say, well, there's no research, like whatever they say. However... That made so much sense to me, the food combining with the fruit before other foods. Mm-hmm. And it literally changed my gut. Like, I would eat healthy. I'm doing air quotes, people can't see that. I would eat healthy. And then my snack in the afternoon would be an apple and peanut butter. And I would literally have to unbutton my pants mm-hmm. at like three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, but I'm eating healthy. I cannot have an apple in the afternoon. I can have it in the morning before I have any other foods. Like, that clicked for me. And it made so much sense. So thank you for that because it literally changed the way that I eat and the way that I feel and I don't have that bloating problem in the afternoon like I used to. So I do appreciate that. But
1: Oh yeah, I'm still a fruit till nooner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fruit so before noon. That was a question oh, that I yeah. got.
0: Like people want to know, are you still doing the food combining? Oh yeah. Okay. Tell yeah. me about like what do you eat during the day.
1: So right now, and because I'm not in wellness, I feel like I can say, you can say this whatever with, you want. I'm yeah. like, yay! <laughs> yeah. No one's gonna hold you down. Yeah, any, like, no. Right <laughs> now, I literally am just eating fruits and vegetables, yeah, and nothing else. No
0: fish anymore. Well,
1: no fish like once or twice. I was gonna add that fish like once or twice a month. Yeah. Um, but pretty much fruits and vegetables, and I feel electric, amazing, electric. And I think that um, I always kind of wanted to go for it. Yeah. But. Obviously, sharing the food, I really wanted to like put the toast in and the, because I felt. Look, I was already, you know, called crazy for saying have fruit before your food. Right. So I was like, well, if I like take up <laughs> yeah. that, then they're gonna, <laughs> then they're really gonna. Yeah. But um, I like experimenting and I like feeling good, so I just always want to see what could I do next. And actually, what happened was I was thriving off of the way I was eating, mm-hmm. and I let go of the career last summer. And I got so bloated, like mm. could not recover. It was for nine months. And I realized it was because I didn't feel safe. So I'm I'm really into astrology. But like I'm an Aries with four planets in Aries and three in Capricorn. Wait, what is your birthday? March 26th. Okay.
0: I'm April 20th. You're an Aries? Aries cusp okay. Taurus, like officially. Okay. But that makes sense. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I feel that for yeah. you. But work is such an important thing for me, and so I felt really unsafe, like unstable of when is when am I going to make money next? What's going to happen? And so I got really bloated. But as a result, I was like, shit, how do I – I'm already eating really clean. Mm-hmm. So I started to experiment a little bit, and I actually even tried adding, like, more – I tried adding eggs and fish, and I just was experimenting. And I tried the food freedom thing, like <laughs> – how do I even say it? I was still eating super clean. I was still eating fruit for breakfast. I was mm-hmm. still food combining, but I tried to be more let go mm-hmm. and not be kind of as rigid. And I started to really feel like I was losing myself. Mm-hmm. And I, so I decided to, when I started brulee. This past spring and started putting my clothing into production and designing, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a seven day enzyme liquid cleanse Mm -hmm. of just fruits and vegetables. And I wanted to push myself and I was really doing it for my mental Mm -hmm. because I felt like if I, I always thought that I have to eat or like something will happen to me. And so I did it because I was like, I want to see if I can do that for seven days. Because if I can do that for seven days, then what can I do in my career? Because I started to get fear. Like, I what hadn't worked in a while. I let go of, like, so many followers on Instagram. I was starting to be like, I'm starting over. Like, mm-hmm. I'm scared. So I did this seven-day fast, and it was probably the biggest spiritual upgrade I've ever had in my life. It was mm-hmm. really intense. But when you take food out... Yeah you start to realize like, wait, I can get energy sources from other things, like mm-hmm. from what I'm doing and from what I'm saying and what I'm thinking. And so I really went through that and my stomach issues went away because I started to get really, in, t- just really clear with my career. Mm-hmm. I started doing Joe Dispenza meditations and started to get so intentional of like, enough. You've made it this far. You're going to launch this career. You're going to be good. Mm -hmm. And when I started to get into that mental space, like my body was just relaxing and I really realized my gut was so related to not feeling safe. Um, so I finished that cleanse and I just did not want to eat any grains, any nuts, any protein. I just, I didn't want to, but through that I found myself again and everybody's different. Mm -hmm. I'm into human design. I'm into astrology. And there's some people who freedom and no structure works really well for them. Mm -hmm. Really well. For me, if I have a rigid routine, like you wake up, you do this, you do this, you do this, you eat this at this time, you don't like experiment with, you know, food... I, the ha- the more I do that, the happier I become, the more free I feel. I see why I even got into food combining in the first place and how it accidentally turned into my career because it was structure and mm. I thrive off of structure. Aries and you. Yes, I am, <laughs> I can excel and do anything in life yeah. when I have that. So this way of eating has just served me and I feel so good. So Amazing. yeah, fruit for breakfast, veggies I for lunch and dinner.
0: And I love that you're sharing that because of course, there's always going to be people on one side of the coin and the other side of the coin. But I was actually in shout out to my friend Jen. We were talking about this because she's been sharing too things that like maybe go against the grain a little bit. But like that's what I do and that's what works for me. And I'm not gonna be afraid to to share that with people who are asking the question. You know? It doesn't mean that you're telling everyone to go out and only eat fruits and vegetables. It's like you're you did, you experimented and found what made you feel good today. Might not be six months from now. It mm-hmm. might not have been a year ago. And that's what you're going with. You're not going with what someone else is telling you, what you've read about, like you tested some things out and you're sticking to what makes you feel good. I think that's all that really matters at the end of the day. Yeah, and I Everyone's think we like, know. And yeah. I think
1: the noise, well, I don't think I've observed, the noise comes from people who really don't know mm-hmm. and they don't feel conviction with how they're eating or so they they turn, you know, the script mm-hmm. on you. But when you have... when. I know, like, I'm like the first to say, like, I was bloated all last winter, I tried eating eggs and fish, like, I, and, you know, more animal protein, like, I tried, it's not, it's not like I didn't try, Yeah. so I just know in my body what makes me feel good, and the structure thing is a new thing I discovered about myself, Mm -hmm. like, the more structure I have, the more I thrive, yeah, and that That works for me,
0: I love that, I think, to your point, like some people do really well with intuitive eating, and other people they don't. I don't. I don't do well with like intuitive eating. Like I'll gain ten pounds. Like yeah, I it just leads
1: to the net. You and yes. I can't listen to my own cues. I'm like, right. well, I must <laughs> need like another piece of toast. Yeah,
0: yeah. I know I'm the same way. I need I need a plan. I always have to have a plan. Like through, with my day, with my schedule, like the way that I eat. Like the more it's pre-planned, just mentally, or I stick to. And when I think. To so the point of freedom, I think what it does is it it frees up your mental capacity 100%. to be creative. It's like how Steve Jobs wore the same outfit every day because he didn't have to think about it. it was decision fatigue was yeah, gone? you're
1: not thinking about lunch. Mm-hmm. You're eating lunch and you're focusing on other areas of your life. Yeah, and everyone views food differently, but I feel like when you've gone down the path you and I have gone to, mm-hmm. like we view it as it's energy. Mm-hmm. It's it's a pillar. It's a foundation. It's part of your house. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. it frees you. Not t- I think taking the guesswork out of it, it, it allows you that freedom. It allows you to be creative. It allows you, during your, your kind of cleanse and your reset that you just did, you freed up that mental space and you yeah, got Yeah. And it was crazy. It
1: would be like at three o'clock and I would feel my energy dipping and I had to make the choice to go, you know, that's normally when I would be like, well, I must need to eat and yes I could not do that long term but it gave me an opportunity to sit down and work on brulee or something and then get excited and get energy from it and realize wow like I can get Mm -hmm. energy from other areas and not have to use food as such a crutch Mm -hmm. and it it made me on a deep level really evaluate where am I not happy where am I you know Mm because I used to always say but I still do say this but like I say, when I fall in love, I could probably eat a piece of lettuce, right? Because it's just like, you're just happy. Yeah. Like, when you're so happy yeah. and you're busy, you don't think about yeah. food. Yeah, And that was really, I really observed that in my cleanse of like, where in my life am I not super happy or not showing up for myself that makes me want to, because food is pleasure, pleasurable yeah. too. So Yeah, it's like that
0: consumption of something, even if it's not what you need in the moment. It just feels good. Yeah. And so many people use that to fill those gaps. They use, you know, the food or the snacks or whatever it happens to be and don't go inward to kind of figure out, like, what maybe they're missing that they need. You actually posted something. This is a good segue. I took a screenshot because I wanted to talk about this today. Oh, yay. You posted something this morning about how you didn't like sharing. You didn't think you liked sharing on social media in the past and very private and didn't want to share and then you realized that you just really weren't happy and living your dream. And now you feel like called to share a little bit more because you're like, this is a line, like I'm doing. And it, you did kind of explain this because you f- almost fell into like the food combining girl thing because that was just the way you were living your life. And it blew up and you're like, let me ride this out. Um, but now you're doing what feels like authentically you and you want to share that. So I think that's so interesting. And I'm curious to know, And looking back, like, what do you think you were missing? And why do you look back now and think you weren't happy? And what is making you happy now? Like, what is is it like living in
1: alignment with, like, your true passion now? Yeah, that's such a good question because the answer is I didn't listen to my gut. And the second that the food combining thing started to take off, it, it originally took off because, again, a YouTuber picked it up. And I remember where I was at the time in life. I was living in Calabasas. I was just scraping money by at the time, right? Mm-hmm. I, so I went from being this this girl from Wisconsin who no one really talked to, right, to all of a sudden making a ton of money mm-hmm. and and followers just coming in every day. And so the second that started to happen, people were like, "Get on YouTube, share what I eat in a day, da 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 da," and I didn't want to, I did not want to. And I would pick up the camera and I would take like 18 takes mm-hmm. and then I would finally, it would take me like four days to like piece together a video and then I would post it, but I didn't want to. And I think it started then. It's mm-hmm. like, I didn't want to share like that. And I forced myself to do it because I thought I had to. Mm-hmm. And so from that point on is when I started to build that kind of, and it's so interesting because my YouTube was the one who, like, I got torn down. Like, that's where I got a lot of my backlash. Mm. And, of course, because when you're not wanting to do it deep down, yeah. of course people can, like, find that insecurity. Yeah. So then from there, I started to be able to make it what I wanted, right? And then it was like, okay, well, I could podcast because people say I have a great voice and I'm very with it and, like, I could podcast and I don't have to video. But that was started to be the snowball effect. And then it started to be, like, every single meal – I would want to just eat it, but I felt like I had to video it because that was also how I was making money. Mm-hmm. Like, I just felt like I have to share the meal and then, you know, make a book and then write a new book and then do a swipe up to the book. Like, it started to be this whole thing, which for a while I just was fine with. But now looking back at it, I started to resent it. Mm-hmm. And I started to to think like, oh, I wish I didn't have to share. I wish. And the thing was, is i would be in my own integrity. I started to make... It about me and that started to feel very overwhelming so like my podcast was my journey Mm. my food was the food I was eating and so there was no separation from me Kenzie and my work Mm. and I remember through it all I was like I wish this was a product because I could talk about a product or push a product till the cows come home but Mm. I felt like I was going through stuff with my mom and I started sharing it on my podcast. And then I was like, well, now people are attached to that story. I was traveling everywhere I went. People were like, you moved to blah, blah, blah. You know, so it started to feel so heavy for me. And some people obviously are born to be social influencers. I think I was born definitely to be like a boss. Like that is in my blood. And I like being known. That's what I realized this year. I like being known. I like doing something and being recognized for it. But to feel every morning when you wake up, like if I don't post my breakfast, I might not make money today. Mm -hmm. That was a lot. It felt like a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. And so I just started to feel unaligned like with what I was doing. And again, in my gut, I always wanted to have a clothing line. Like that's what, I was listening to a podcast with Ed Milet. It's a recent one. And he was talking about, branding your life and how important it is to have to pick your reputation and to stand by it because that's the world now it doesn't matter he said if you have a hundred thousand followers or two thousand followers like when you go get a job when you meet someone they look you up online Mm -hmm. right and that's your reputation and he was saying like it's really important to have a reputation Mm -hmm. that you can stand by and that you want and I didn't want the reputation of the food girl. Mm-hmm. I love health and wellness, but I just didn't want it. So yeah. I thought it was social media. I thought, but now that I feel so aligned, I'm like so happy to share. And I know what works for me. And I'm listening to myself, not other people. Because yeah. throughout this whole journey, everyone's like, get on TikTok. Your clothing line will blow up on TikTok. I'm like, no, I don't like TikTok. Yeah. I don't want to talk on TikTok. <laughs> I'm betting on Instagram. Yeah. Like, I don't care, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that is what I learned through the other thing. Like if I'm going to go try to be on TikTok, then I'm going to start creating a whole nother career that I can't stand by. Right. So I think, I really think in the beginning of things, like for me, if you have to force something, it's, yeah. it that ain't it. Yeah. You know?
0: And not everyone knows what's right for you. Yeah. Like, oh, ride this out, get on YouTube, get on TikTok, do this, post your meals. Like, you can look back now and see that that isn't what was right for you. And now you have like kind of the confidence in yourself to be able to say that like with brulee, like, Nope, sorry. No, TikTok's not it. And you know what? Maybe your brulee customers are not on TikTok anyway. Yeah. Perhaps they're on Instagram and they appreciate the aesthetic and, you know, pictures like yes. back in the day when Instagram yes. was pictures and it was artsy and it was, you know, creative. I think that's like you shine in that area, like that creativity. I think that really, it shows, you know, it's more authentic and I hate to use that word.
1: <laughs> no, it it comes but, from my gut. Yeah. Like I can just create that and I don't have to think twice. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the, cr- again, going back to work is such a huge part of our life. Mm-hmm. It's so big. It takes up 80% of our life, yeah. really. So we should be in flow with it. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm like, I went through so much in the past year and a half, two, three years yeah. to not just do what's right. And That podcast I just referred to, the guy said, people nowadays are like, be on this platform, be on this platform. He's like, it doesn't matter. Pick what platform you want and put all your energy there. Mm -hmm. That translates. Yeah. And that helped. I, I was just like, thank you. Yeah. like. Instagram. <laughs> I needed to hear.
0: <laughs> I love that. So let's talk about brulee. So this is your clothing line, and you are in the stages of creation. So how many pieces are you putting out? Like, what's the vibe? What can we expect? When can we get to see it? Yeah. I obviously got to see it in person at the farmer's market the other day <laughs> and feel it. Um, and it's just very like, well, I'll let you explain it, but I feel like it's very, there's freedom in it. Mm-hmm. There's freedom in clothing i think that's like the vibe i get from it but i am so curious like how did this come about how do you decide like what direction to go in like you're like birthing these pieces that people are literally going to wear on their bodies like just tell me the whole everything
1: (laughs) oh it's such a fun it's it's so fun to think of kind of like the origin story of it. this is from like when you were a kid. Yes. So I always knew I wanted a clothing line. Yeah. Always knew I wanted a clothing line. And the lessons that I learned, I see why it didn't happen. I remember interning for a clothing company five years ago before my health and wellness business took off. And when you intern, they would have me go do the grunt work, which is like driving from the manufacturer and bringing this piece here. And I remember thinking, like, how can I, how do I get to this place in life? Like that's, there's so many steps that I have to be able to be the one doing this. Mm -hmm. Um. So now, you know, it just, it's like, okay, I got all the knowledge I needed to do. And the first ounce of knowledge I took from the last business was in the beginning. I had a PDF ebook. I could have wrote that. I could be still writing that right now without anything else that worked, right? And it was one message. It was food is energy. It was fruit first. And it was food combining. It was like, I was the person mm-hmm. for that. So obviously I have big dreams for Brulé, but when I, I added so many other things to my other business that I almost couldn't even hold it all. It was like in two years, there were so many things that it was just too much. Mm -hmm. So in creating this, I was like, you know what? I want to go back to simplicity and I want to find the one item that I wear every day that I know that I can If I wear it every day and it's a staple and I already know what's wrong and what needs to be Mm -hmm. right about it, that means everybody else feels the same way, you know? And so I was like, what's one item that I can make the hero item and then expand from there? Mm -hmm. So I wear men's Calvin Klein boxers Mm -hmm. every single day and a half for five years to bed doing Pilates. It's all I get home and I put them on like that's my thing. And I would, over the years, buy women's boxers, skims, all the people that are making boxers. And I started to find that the women's boxers are trying to cater to the women's body. Mm -hmm. So they're too long. They're not as comfortable. The men's boxers are so great because they're so comfortable but the men's boxers fabric stretches out yeah. so in the morning you wake up and they're saggy and yeah. they look gross you have to like put them in the dryer and then they have like you know the yeah. like man part hole and all yeah. of that so anyways i was <laughs> like <Man part> <laughs> <laughs> i love it so i was like you know what i'm going to make the boxer and i'm going to base because that's also my vibe like the just it's it's like effortless you just woke like, up like and i threw it yes yeah. you know i love that like sexy, allure, masculine, feminine, not trying too hard vibe. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I'm going to make the boxer and I'm going to perfect it. I'm going to perfect the fabric so that it doesn't get stretchy. I'm going to keep the shape of the men's. I'm going to not try to tailor it to the woman's body, but I'm going to like line the crotch area mm-hmm. and make it really flattering. So I started with the boxer and then I was like, okay, it just ideas just come to me. So I was like, okay, this collection is going to be called Not Your Man's. So you, like, don't have to steal your mans. And then I was like, what goes with the boxer that you could also then wear on the street? So I started with the boxer, and then I'm doing – it's launching with a tank, a button-down, and pants. And everything is just very thought out. Like, the button-down has – you could throw it on over the boxers at home, but the fabric is so amazing and the shape so cool that it would also be really cool with a dress out and about or at the farmer's market or, and it would be like the only button down you need. Yeah. And then same with the pants. They're like, you'll see the pants, but
0: I can't wait. And are the they, tank, what are they, Are they like flowy?
1: Kind of. They're the same material as the button down, which I found from an old vintage jacket I have, but it's like 100% cotton, but thick. But like the more you wash it, the cooler it looks. Like you want to wash it almost. Oh, cool. And they kind of have a vibe of like a sweat, like a street style pant. But they're obviously, I took a really cool street style pant and I took a trouser and I meshed the two and I put a long drawstring and they're cool. They're definitely a vibe. The button down and the um, pants are unisex. So that's another really cool thing yeah. about the line. And then the tank, I just was determined. We all love a ribbed tank. Mm-hmm. We all love a ribbed tank. I have never been able to find one that gets the neckline right.
0: What's particular about
1: the neckline? You want a little bit of cleavage. Yeah. You don't want armpit fat. Right. They always, <laughs> it either's too high and then your armpits are like hanging out right. or it's, so I, that was the hardest one to do. To really nail that tank top,
0: is it long? is it cropped? is it like it's mid-line? kind of
1: cropped it's not super cropped, but yeah, it was the neckline right. it was it was tough to figure out, but so that is that, and it's like so for any for me, going back to what I said, simplicity, I thought okay i 'm going to just try to have a collection that anyone can wear, mix and match also has a vibe, like mm-hmm. the not your man's, and that you know, simple, mm-hmm. and the line really like my whole f- motto behind it is the less is more. i am mm-hmm. always been this way, but I'm the kind of shopper that if I find something I love, that's I wear it every day. Yeah, every other. I think I've worn the shorts I'm wearing actually every time I've seen <laughs> really? you for the past four weeks. They look so yeah. comfortable <laughs> and
0: so cute. By the way, <laughs> I need to know where you got them.
1: I'm gonna make some. <laughs> but um, so so with brulee. Uh, It's not going to be seasonal. Like I'm not going to drop this and then it'll be gone. What I make is going to stay forever. Mm -hmm. And I'll just change out the colors and maybe the fabrics depending on the season. Mm -hmm. And then I'll just slowly add piece by piece. Put so much time and effort on each piece so the fit's perfect. So that it is that line that when people go to to buy a piece, they know I'm going to keep this forever. Mm -hmm. And they also know how well it fits so that when there's a new color, they want a new color. It's going to be just like that. You can count on it. Yeah. And the more you wash it, the cooler it looks. And I really want it to be one of those lines in 20 years where people are like, oh, that's brulee. Yeah. Like the kids are fighting over yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I love that.
0: Taking it from their mom's yeah. closet or their dad's closet. Or their dad's.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's and so I'm cool. going to do kids eventually. Really?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's really exciting. So
1: like everything I'm making for adults, oh. I'll eventually just... I'm going to try to time it when I, for when I well, have a I. Well,
0: I have a fit model yeah. for yeah, you. Yeah, no,
1: perfect.
0: <laughs> he's unisex. He's yeah, got long hair, he looks, looks so like a girl. Perfect. He's a boy.
1: <laughs> I love the bun. <laughs> I can't tell you
0: how many times people are like, she's so cute. I'm like, mm-hmm, it's a long-haired boy.
1: <laughs> it's 2020. Like, exactly. It's, it's man, man bun. Man bun. <laughs>
0: um, that's really exciting. So how do you find, I guess, how do you find inspiration? And in not like, I think. Like how do you not copy something that you like and make it your own? How do you find that inspiration? And like, how do you even do it? Like I see, you know, you'll, you'll post pictures and, or even yesterday at the farmer's market, like you're working, like, what are you working on? I have no idea what this entails. (laughs) Like, what does that even mean? Like working on the clothing line? What is, what does that mean? I have no idea where I would even start. Like, did you, did you get any kind of like schooling? Is this all just self-taught? Do you have mentors? Like how, how are you actually doing it practically?
1: I think the beauty in being on your own path is that it comes, just comes. I mean, right before I really put go on this, every single person I reached out to to try to find a manufacturer was like, oh, I can't believe you're going into that. Like, good luck. Really? Good luck. Yes. People were just- it's too complicated. It's, they're like, it's so hard, da, da, da. It's been the easiest thing I've ever done. Oh my God. Like, I- <laughs> I, it just comes so natural to me. And I think what, going back to what you said, like you have a lot of integrity. Like I just know what I want. I've Mm -hmm. known for years, I love a good button down. I love to find a good vintage, like old jacket. I love how it feels. Mm -hmm. I just have known, like there's all these things that I know what I want to wear. I know that I want to be able to wash it a bunch of times and it looks cool. Mm -hmm. So it kind of, the design process just came from that. And like I said, I started with the boxer because that was the first thing that's like, I do wear this 24 hours a day. Yeah. So, and I also know what's wrong with it and what's right with it. So I'm going to double down on that. Mm -hmm. Same with the tank. And then the pants and the button down, it was just like, yeah, what are those pieces that, you know, you, mm-hmm. I can't stop wearing or other people can't stop wearing. Yeah. And I just know I don't keep a lot of stuff. I'm like a very minimal person. So I know in my closet what gets worn the most. Mm-hmm. And I really want to be able to help people with that through the energy of brulee. Of mm-hmm. like, here are the pieces that you need. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And that's all. Like, if you travel, just throw that in your thing. So, yeah. like or just that. have that. But, um... Yeah, when I, when I decide I want to do something, I don't stop till I figure it out. So just, I cold called everyone, tried a couple manufacturers until I found the one. The clothing was the easiest part, but when I say that I'm working, there's so many moving parts that people wouldn't even know. I mean, there's social media, so there's the branding, there's the branding plan, there's shooting just the clothing. Like, it's not, you can't just go to a photo shoot, right? It's a, you need... Every single angle of the pants, of the thing, everything has to be photographed. How do you roll that out on social media? How many mm-hmm. days a week are you showing this and this and that's That's one aspect. Then there's email marketing and the whole, like, you know, stuff behind that. Mm-hmm. There's also managing the production. And, again, people think, oh, you're just making clothing. No, it's, like, tags, care tags, the seam, all these tiny little mm-hmm. decisions that add up. Fulfillment. What are the weights? Where are you shipping? What zone? Da, 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 da. The website. It's like so many things. Um, influencer gifting. Who's going to get it? What kind of events? Like da, 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 da. So there's... Are you doing all this yourself? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that's <laughs> why I'm working sleep? at a Saturday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I get it. She's like, I can get some stuff at the farmer's market. i got to get back to yeah, work. Yeah, just like... And How then, are you
1: doing all of this yourself? I think it's the blessing of, you know, the other things I've done. Yeah,
0: and it's it's just something that you want.
1: Yeah, and I want it so bad. And I'm also trying to be discerning, right? So for a while I was like, email marketing, I don't know how to do it. So I spent a month taking calls with all these marketing agencies, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have to make a decision. Like, do I want to pay all this money when it's something I know that I can kind of figure out? Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I think the hardest part about being where I'm at right now is it's, It's like a month out, Mm -hmm. and there's so many moving parts, and it's almost so overwhelming that you're like, I don't know what one to do today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You need to prioritize. Yeah.
0: So when does it officially launch? A month? September. Wow. That's perfect timing for the fall when it's like a little cool but still warm, although here who knows. Um, And then where will everyone be able to find it? I'm guessing online, but are you going to have it in boutiques or anything like that?
1: So, yeah, it'll start online, but then I really want to get it into – Stores I want to get them just locally, like Malibu, Calabasas, L.A. I'll obviously post them. But then what I really want to do in the next nine months is make it pretty communal. And I want to try to do pop-ups in different places, whether that's that's like Aspen, New York, and just do weekend things. And so people can come say hi and shop and be able to meet people around the world and get it in boutiques and stuff.
0: That's a great idea. I can totally see that. And then it also kind of adds that element of, like, exclusivity, too. It's like if there's a pop-up, it's come and get it because it's going to be gone, Mm -hmm. which is always beneficial. That's so exciting. And
1: I want a store someday, like when I have the baby stuff and –
0: yeah, it'd be so cool. Oh, that would be store. so cute. I can picture it like all the neutral. Oh, yeah, it's and, all <laughs> yeah. cement,
1: neutral, no yeah. color. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
0: Maybe some like pretty neutral beads, you know, somewhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I saw Kim Kardashian's skincare facility. Yes. Did you see that? I was like, Beautiful. Oh, that's brulee. <laughs> Beautiful.
0: I love that aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You need to get with her people, right? yeah, when you want to do another product because they've got the same vision. I love that. That's so exciting. So You know, it sounds like a lot to some people, and maybe it would be overwhelming, but you are doing what you've always set out to do. So it feels easy. And I think that's the lesson there is that life is not supposed to be hard. And I think we overcomplicate it, whether it's with food, or it's with health, or it's with finances, or it's with purpose. And it shouldn't be that hard. And it might be a challenging journey to find that ease. But it's, like, something that everyone should be working towards. It's, like, what, when do you feel in flow? And, like, when do you feel most at ease? Because that's where you should double down. Because what you're doing, you said it's, it comes easy to you. This is the easiest thing you've ever done. And it wouldn't be easy for me. I would be, like, crying in the bathroom. And, like, <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't even know how to, like, talk about a theme, let alone, like, create something like that. But for you, like, that's, that's, that's it. That's your thing. So you're not the you know the food combining girl anymore you're not like the recipe curator on the app like you're an entrepreneur who has a clothing line i think that's so exciting
1: and that's just when you say that i'm like that's what i always wanted to be called so you've done it (laughs) yeah you did it yeah
0: this is what you've always wanted to do and you're sitting here talking about it like yeah, you've it's done such it. A big deal. It's like ugh, it makes me like want to cry.
1: <laughs> you know it's so crazy oh that I want to say about the ease thing cuz I I'm in this process right now but allowing it to feel good. Yeah. We're so conditioned for things to hurt, yeah. for things to be hard, for to push through the pain, right? I have so many days where I try to sabotage myself. Like be afraid, get worried, you know, because we're so used to that. Yeah. And it's so it takes so much work to just let it feel good and let it be easy. And that's just comes from conditioning. I think now we're all talking about that more, but like in generations before us, that it was, you know, mm-hmm. just put the work in. Yeah. Like it's hard and yeah. life, life, isn't is, yeah, life isn't supposed to be easy. Yeah, life isn't supposed to be easy and you, you just work through who? it, push through it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely mm-hmm also holding space to have those thoughts come in and like those feelings of be afraid or like get stressed about the shipping and just to say, no, 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 no. It can feel good. How do you do
0: that? And like have that fine balance of understanding when something actually is concerning versus like, I'm not going to stress about this. Cause I do that too, where if things are good, I am thinking of all the things that are wrong or going to go wrong, or this isn't going to last, or I need to be worried instead of just going with the flow and understanding like this is how it's supposed to be. Things are supposed to be good and easy and flow and all that. How do you check yourself so that you're not ignoring something that does need your attention versus worrying about something that maybe doesn't need to be worried about?
1: I feel very blessed to be able to say this, but I it's my body. So the second something's actually not right, mm-hmm. I get bloated, my stomach doesn't feel normal, my digestion isn't right. And then that spirals me because I really like to feel like I'm in my body. Mm-hmm. That's like a number one thing for me. So then I start to feel not in my body. I can tell. I like don't want to wear my crop top. I don't like, and it's not about looks. It's about that feeling of feeling all of a sudden, like I am not in my own skin yeah. and that feeling I pushed through so hard so many times in my life and was able to keep it together But lately, especially after I did that cleanse and I got super aligned and like feel so good in my body, a couple of times in the past eight weeks, I've had that feeling and immediately have been like, oh my God, this person is working on this and I don't think I'm supposed to be working with this person. And made the decision to be like, I'm not gonna, you know, continue this and it goes away immediately. So now Mm -hmm. I'm realizing when I feel good, things are good, but if I start to get that intuitive hit like this is off, then I need to listen to that. Mm.
0: That's so interesting. And it doesn't have to make sense. No. People are like, Oh, well that you know, you just shouldn't that doesn't make sense. Your intuition always makes sense.
1: Energy speaks volumes. That's I agree. what I've learned. And my friend Jenna Zoe, who does my human design, yeah. She voice messaged me something last week that has just been sticking with me so strongly. But she said She was talking like it was super normal, but it gave me so much peace for Brulee. But she was like, you know when you just like work on something so hard behind the scenes that when you goes out into the world, it just does well because of all the energy you've put behind it. And she said that and I was like, oh my gosh, you just made me feel so good about Brulee because I've been put like energy and that's just I think how energy works. It's like if it's off, your body will tell you before your mind can even comprehend it.
0: Yeah. That whole, the gut is the second brain, right? Yes, and so many
1: people push through that, like in relationships or, you know, I did it in the last career, and Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you always have to kind of backtrack. Yeah. Do you
0: find um, that the meditations that you're doing with Dr. Joe Dispenza has helped you kind of tap into that exponentially. So really, mm-hmm. okay. I need to get more regular with him. So every morning you're going outside, you're getting that morning sun. If sometimes <laughs> <laughs> it's not <really>. June gloom. <laughs> you're getting the fresh air and you're doing his meditations are about 20 minutes. And it's probably, I'm guessing given you just opened up like that that ability to listen to your intuition and to drop into your body that I think so many of us lose as we get like older and into just the daily grind. And I think it's so important to be able to go back to that. So can you talk a little bit about that? Because I have not done his meditations. I've listened to a couple of his you know, TED Talks or whatnot, but I want to get more into his meditations. Your meditations, by the way, when you had your app, your voice, and the the breathing meditations that you did oh, were, were so amazing. They were pretty good. They were. Yeah. I would do yours or Wim Hof. So you're in the category with Wim Hof. Oh, just so thank you. Know. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but his, so tell me a little bit about his and what that has given to you and that other people could maybe expect to get from doing meditations like that.
1: Mm-hmm. So the first part of the meditation The first reason why I started to do it was the same. I did started at the same time I did the cleanse Mm. and that was to build trust within myself. So I made a pact that I was going to do his meditation every single day until 2023. And I did that also because that's how you gain, like that's how you build trust because there's so many mornings I wake up and I'm like, not today, or my Mm. phone's already going off Mm. or I, you know, but when you do it every day and you show up, you start to get really confident because you're like, oh, I can, I can keep my own word. Yeah. That was the first reason why I did it. The second reason is, um, so I do his morning meditation. It comes in a package, like a morning meditation, evening meditation. But he's all about getting into the feeling of your future self, mm-hmm. of who you are. What do you say? What do you do? And that, when you do that, people always say to me that I am such a manifester and I get what I want. I do, but that's because I literally say, like if I say I'm going to move somewhere to an exact location, yes, I manifest that, but I also put myself there immediately. Mm. Like I immediately find someone living in that neighborhood Mm. and then I call another, like, and then that's how it happens. I put myself there. So with Joe Dispenza's meditations, I'm putting myself into Brule as if it's launched and what I want and, and all of that. The other thing I think that's so great about meditation Cause I've always heard people rave about it and I didn't quite get how people do it every day like mm-hmm. that, but it gives you space without your phone to sit down. So some days I'm not me- meditating on the future of brulee. Mm-hmm. I have like, my mind is racing about what's bugging me or like that situation a couple weeks ago that I told you I got bloated. Mm-hmm. Like that's all I could think about in my meditation but the beauty of that is, like, that's all I could think about in my meditation, right? So that is space and time when I'm realizing, oh, my God, this is really rattling me, and I've got to deal with that. So I think on a deeper level, meditation gives you space, and it's not about transcending to another planet. It's not about a good one or a bad one. It's about taking the time and space and... And because I was able to observe that that was eating me alive during my meditation, it gave me the reason to take the action to act on correcting it. And that's what I find really powerful about doing it every day. And then also when you have those days that you can totally get into the energy, great. But that's not my case. Some days I'm there. Some days I'm just thinking about the day Mm -hmm. or what's bothering me or but it's, it's taking space. Like it's 24 yeah. minutes and it's a big deal, but it feels like a big deal. But when you think about it, like we spend 24 minutes that would be on Instagram and Easily. that, you know, I'm trying to really like work with myself on mm-hmm. that is you can take an hour
0: yeah. to,
1: cause I still have days where I'm like, I don't have time today. Yeah. But then I'm like sitting on my phone. Like you do have time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Always. I mean, in 24 hours, you can find 24 minutes, especially something that's going to have such a a profound impact on your life. It's worth 24 minutes.
1: It's changed my life. Wow. Really.
0: what, like, obviously the future self and you're manifesting and you're seeing. It's making me less afraid. Okay.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Because when you sit in silence... You and I'm. I'm not saying you have to be religious, but like when you sit in silence and you trust in something bigger, like I, I, I say God, Mm -hmm. right? But you are manifesting something, or you're handing something over to something that's not you. You feel held because that's how it's. That's how the universe works. Like Mm -hmm. you met your husband, or your yeah, your husband. Mm -hmm. You had your baby. Like this was all. It's all orchestrated for us, Mm -hmm. and we spend so much of our days not trusting in that. Yeah, and when you can sit in those moments and have trust, like if I can sit and feel what my business is going to feel like, or feel like what, you know, this in my life is going to feel like I'm all of a sudden not alone and I'm not afraid because I just felt it, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's coming. And I think it just gives you such a different perspective.
0: Wow. That's amazing. It is like, it's just so powerful what the mind can do and how your body responds to that either positively or negatively. And, when you just take that space and that time to drop in and it doesn't have to be perfect. Like you said, sometimes you're thinking about something maybe when you don't want to be thinking about anything, but you're giving your mind that opportunity to just have that quiet space to process whatever it needs to process. I love that. Okay. So I'm going to start tomorrow. Yeah,
1: no, it's (laughs) so good. And it makes you less reactive. Yeah. I'm someone who's always been very reactive. Mm -hmm. And I find myself pausing for like a week, normally when I would blow something up. Yeah. I, I don't even recognize myself. I'm like, I'm being patient. Yeah. That's <laughs> not a trait that an Aries typically no. has either. <laughs> normally I'm like, yep, this is going down in yeah. flames. <laughs> I love
0: that. That's so important too, though. And I think there's so much that goes along with taking that pause too. Like anything in life, if you just take that moment to take a breath, like things change so quickly in an instant. Um, You can make different decisions than you would have if you were reactive. That's beautiful. Well, this was so lovely. Thank you so much for for sharing and being open and vulnerable. And I'm so excited for the launch in September. But I also just love being able to see you in a different light now as like a whole person. It's not you know, you're not, I don't look at you as the food and wellness person. And I don't look at you as the person who was that person who now can't make up their mind. It's like, I see you as this entrepreneur who's been testing the waters in different areas and finding that calling. And like, that's where you are now. And you're so confident in that. And I think that gives other people the opportunity to try things and to change direction and to not worry about judgment or judgment of the self or of other people you know if you decide to go in one direction you can always change direction like life yeah, is very no one short cares
1: as much as you care no, no one does
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> so true is it like 30 seconds people think about you before they move on to like thinking about something themselves? else yeah. yeah
1: that's so true it's so nice okay. to hear that reflection yeah it feels really good
0: I'm excited to see what's next and I, I'm sure this isn't going to be the last thing that you do either probably so. not knowing myself <laughs> <Yeah>. I love <laughs> but it
1: but <laughs> pray to God. Yeah. It'll be, I'm <laughs> no, sure there'll it'll be, be a few iterations. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's Relays in it for the long run yeah. though. Well, thank you for thank being you. here. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to rate and review and also follow along on Instagram at holistic.w.kristen. And I will see you soon.